you're doing these events and I never did these events. Like when I got in and I, I started growing it, it started to go fast and like, we were just trying to keep our arms around it. You know, we, one of the things we say is we were building the plane as we were flying it. We were trying to like provide the leadership and, and the in the structure and the coaching that everybody needed that was joining. And we just never made time to do these events, mm. um, which is a takeaway take for me because, you know, I think about like your business and your organization and where it's going to be in say three years from now. And dude, it like gives me goosebumps, man. I'm like super <laughs> excited for you. Awesome. But like, how cool is it that we're in a model where like I can be your biggest cheerleader and, and you can surpass anything I've done and we both benefit. Yeah. And you actually want me to do that. I want you to. Yeah. 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 Which is like, you know, when, when you were saying earlier about, you know, Charlie Munger and be careful how you incentivize people. It took me about 90 days after joining EXP to realize this, but everything that I did prior to EXP was to incentivize people underneath me to basically be enslaved to need me. Mm. And I didn't think about it that way when I was going through my business. I'm like, hey, I want to help you be successful as an agent, but only successful underneath me. Yeah. And in this model, that goes out the window and I can actually champion people to their highest levels of success, even if it's outside of me, above me, bigger than me. And that made my soul feel right. Like, mm. I don't even know how to put it in words. It was like, like I said, it was like 90 days into this like EXP journey. And I'm like, wait a minute, I've been helping people only to help myself. Yeah. And now the best way I can help myself is to help people to the greatest extent that they want and can be helped. Yeah. And I think it's a shift from playing a finite game to playing an infinite game Yeah. where I was on a, a text message recently, a DM, a broker, and I, I started asking him some questions about his model and stuff. And he was like, well, you know, um, I make money off the agents. And, you know, I'm like, well, what, what value do you actually add for that? And he was like, was that a loss? He's like, well, you know, I give him some leads and stuff. And like, that's it. And I was like, oh. And then we get into this conversation about where it's evident in how he's communicating what his leadership style is, which mm. is, you know, I want to keep people. What he actually said to me in a DM, John, like legitimately verbatim, was... I want them to do a good job. I'll reward them for do a, a better job, but I never want them to think that they can become me. Yeah. That's what he actually said. Yeah. And what I said to him back is like, well, I'm like, you know, it's a king of the hill strategy. It's level one leadership, which is, you know, I'm the king of the hill. And if you start to rise up the hill, I'm going to knock you down. Mm -hmm. You know what he said back? He's like, yeah, you know, the king of the hill strategy is working and I live a comfortable life. Wow. That's what he actually said. And I was like, dude, I'm telling you, it's flawed thinking. And then he asked me, he's like, have you ever seen the show Billions? And I was like, look, dude, I get it. One philosophy is, is I'm in it for myself. The other philosophy is, is I'm in it to serve others, mm -hmm. right? And I shared with him that what'll happen long-term, which is really what judgment is, is like what's best for long-term, is that if he keeps that philosophy, he's essentially surrounding himself with low-level players mm -hmm. and it will radically inhibit his growth, right? And that's really what we're talking about, isn't it? Yeah, it's just, it's crazy too because he may think that he's comfortable and that that's where he wants to be, but true happiness, true success is always found in the service of others. Yeah. And it's like he's robbing himself without even knowing it of joy and fulfillment and peace that you'll never have in that motto. You always be scared about where the people are at and they're going to like leave you and, and it's just, it just gets messy. And it was, you know, part of my story was like before I joined DXP, I was ready to leave the real estate industry. 
even as successful as we were with the company that we had and you know making a very very um, great living I was ready to turn my back on it because I was tired of being stuck in that cage mm. and you know we come over to this and we get to inspire and help people and share the knowledge that we have and meet them where they are and you know maybe they are an agent and they just want to sell more homes great maybe they are a team leader who's struggling to make profit great maybe they are a seasoned team leader that's doing well but doesn't really have an exit plan great let's help them where they are um and i think that you know the real estate coaching industry has been an amazing industry for so many years because there's a there's a need for that and we're able to provide that need at no cost to our our people which mm -hmm. is really exciting to me and and uh i think at this point like it's never going back it's the way it's going to be forward and as the industry catches up to this new way of doing business, um, it's just going to be an exciting journey for for those of us that stepped up early and right. get to lead people. And uh, yeah, I'm excited about the future. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, very excited. So, and in that vein where you were saying like they're all coming to the same conclusion mm -hmm. we talked about at the uh, event. Uh, I, yeah, I loved I your was, presentation. And I was talking about this thing called a shelling point in... Uh, in game theory, which states that if you have two competitors and they're not speaking to one another, zero communication, with a high degree of probability, they'll oftentimes converge on the same thing without talking to each other. Mm. And we looked at some stats how like the um, net kind of retained dollar to um, company retained dollar to brokerages has gone from 50% 50 years ago to down to like 10, 11%. Yeah. And that's just a fact. And that there's 120,000 brokers in the United States and 70% of them have less than 10 agents. That's also a fact. So what I kind of see happening is that we're all converging due to these outside factors. We're all converging on the same thing without speaking to each other. Yeah. Which is a, we have to get rid of staff and space because that's the only way you remain profitable when margins go down so much. That's right. It's the last thing to get rid of and it's, they're, they're the highest expenses. And you know we've already done that. EXP's already done that. And it's converging to models that give more back to agents with equity or like rev share. So when I hear Glenn say, yeah, like in, in 10 years, 50% of all agents will be of cloud-based brokerages, I see why he's saying that. Yeah. I see what he's seeing. I actually think it's going to happen in less time than that because the compression on the market right now is going to accelerate that happening. Um, but certainly within that time frame, I think that's super realistic. So yeah, it's just, it's just good to be with you know, other people that I enjoy doing business with and just seeing what you guys are doing. And I'm excited about your next wave of growth and just seeing other people get there is like super fulfilling to me. Um, I was recently, before I came in here, I was skiing in Whistler with uh, my sponsor, AJ. And, uh, you know, I can tell he's like super excited to see where I'm at. Yeah. And like, I'm getting to experience that through you now. And like together, we're just all moving forward. And uh, it's given us a fulfillment and a freedom that, didn't exist to us outside of this this industry outside of this model yeah and i can attest to what it is that you're saying because i can hear people like come on bro like you guys really help each other well what's wild is like i didn't pay you to come here nope like your time is super valuable you were out on a trip with like you know your boys like hanging out yep. and you flew in and got and really late and gave yeah. an awesome presentation and you're here <laughs> talking to me now so like and I'm also aware, like, if I ever have a question, like, you always get back to me same day. Yeah. Right? Um, well, what you're trying to do right now is you're trying to explain to somebody that may be listening or watching to this, like, this is real, this is how it is. But it's, like, one of those things, like, we always say is, like, you'll never really understand it until you experience it. 
like I'm here because I feel blessed and grateful and like there's like very little things that I can do that are more business exciting for me than like helping you do what you know this model allows you to do yeah um but yeah nobody paid me to be here I'm here because I want to be yeah and and I'm excited about it and so many people have helped me along the way like people that aren't even in my organization it's like that collaboration piece right Mm -hmm. like we all own part of this company collectively together and we all want to see it grow and see it thrive and like take it to the next level. Stoke. Well, I'm proud to be in partnership with you, bro. Yeah, man. You too. So we're coming at you at the 2024 Elite Builders Gala and we have with us absolute rock star, one of the top rip shirt earners in the whole company, Mr. John Mikeish. Appreciate you being here with me, buddy. Yeah, man. It's been a blast.